Hey there, it's The Real Deal with Camille, true stories of life as an entrepreneur. I'm Camille Diaz, and I'm an optimization coach. I teach entrepreneurs how to achieve their goals, streamline their business, and regain their life. In this podcast, my guests and I share real stories from our real-life experiences. We use our authentic voices, which sometimes include explicit language. If that's not going to work for you, tap out now. El Nezovic is an intuitive money mindset and abundance coach for women in business. She empowers women to break through their inner glass ceiling and get the financially fierce mindset and energy that makes money inevitable. As a former business owner in the male-dominated construction industry, Elle is passionate about shifting the financial consciousness of female leaders. In this episode, Elle is my guest, but for most of the program, it's like she's interviewing me. Elle is super insightful and asks amazingly good questions. She gets me to reveal some behind the scenes information on how I run my podcast and how I onboard for my coaching programs. Right at the end, she asked me for a bit of coaching and I provide her with a small yet highly valuable mindset shift. All right. So Elle, um, we were just chatting. Well, first of all, thank you for recording the Money Heart episode. Um, that was awesome. I'm going to link the two episodes so people can go listen over there because you shared fantastic information on mindset hacks for how we can move our money, how can we can bring abundance into our lives, how we can relieve some of that like old trauma that's like stuck in there that we don't even know is stuck in there. Um and how we can start to recognize it. And it just, it was awesome. It was just awesome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I think I, I, I could talk about this subject all day. So I appreciate you listening. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we were, we were getting into this idea of um, what do I do during my day? Because you're like, I would love if you would have a videographer follow you around, show us your day. And I said, well, I'm really struggling to do stories on Instagram and Facebook right now. Um, because I watch people's stories sometimes and I'm like, that's cool. How do I do that? And then I try to do it and my phone glitches, or I feel like whatever I'm saying is really awkward, or I feel like I'm not making sense. And you had the most brilliant suggestion, which I'm going to attempt to follow. And I, listeners will have to find out later if it worked or not. You know, this stuff comes out. <laughs> this, these episodes are months or, or way after when, when I start recording. So you, by the time this episode comes out, people will be able to go back and look at my stories and look at my posts and see if it actually worked. Um, but you said, can you chronicle your day? Yes. Because what you do is amazing uh, in terms of productivity, in terms of how much you get done. And may I say the ease of meeting your goals, like as a fellow entrepreneur and an online coach, I feel like it's amazing how you just meet your milestones, meet your goals, because oftentimes it can be frantic. One of the things I was telling you about is starting my day. And sometimes in the mornings, I'll have this thing where I'll start my day mm -hmm. and I will look around and say, where do I begin? Like yeah. there's so much to do. Where do I begin? Yeah. And then I'll inevitably waste an enormous amount of time on things that may not actually be important. And then I'll feel bad about it. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. 
And I don't think you're the only one that does that. Otherwise, if you if you were the only one, I probably wouldn't have very many clients. That's true. Evidence that we all need the help. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen lots of evidence that people need help with this. Um, I am really just super lucky that my brain works this way. People, this people, I got into this coaching space because people called me and asked me to help them with this. Like they saw me do it for myself and then they would literally call me up and be like, Camille, here's what's happening. How do I fix that? And then after like the fourth or fifth person, I realized it's probably a thing and maybe I should charge them. Like that is literally how I got started is people calling and asking. <laughs> and and I, I, have, I have figured a lot of it. I haven't figured out everything, but I figured out a lot. And I do have a process for most things and a system for most things. Um, but it wasn't instantaneous. And I'm so glad that you say it looks like I hit my goals easily yeah. because thank you. Although <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that doesn't you. really happen as easy as what it looks from the outside. Uh, and I will also tell you, I failed a whole lot of them before yeah. I figured out how to get them. Yeah. I and mean, now I've been doing the system so long that I actually do hit them because I plan them out and I follow my system. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, I want to say, was it four years ago? Well, I wrote, I wrote my first course, my first goal achievement course six years ago was when I first actually like wrote down the process. Wow. Yeah. And I had it on my website and nobody bought it because I failed on the whole plan where you like do some market research and make sure you have an audience and see if people want to buy it and then write what they want. I just wrote what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> now it turns out that people want that thing. So I've completely revamped it to be much more what's what I found to be more helpful and what people want. And it's available again. Um, but that's how, I mean, that's just how long I've been working on that, on the formal process, let alone figuring it out before I wrote the first thing down. It's so interesting yeah. that we're talking about this today. I had this thought driving my sons to school yeah. is uh, as entrepreneurs, we really could value from creating, um, you know, a manual for operations of our business. And that's the last thing we do. We're so focused on all the other things, but truly how can we expand? In other words, how can we get to the point where we can uh, onboard someone else and have them do any of your tasks? It's by having that manual of operations. Like this is how I go through my emails. This is how I do my marketing for you. I'll, I'll also include that. You know, when you asked me to do the, um, the podcast with you, you didn't let me book with you right away. If we, I got yes. so excited. You're like, L come on. I'm like, yay, money, heart. So excited. Let's book. Yep. You said, no, 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 no. There's an email that's going to go out. That's going to drive you to a form. I want you to fully fill it out. And you may, and even in the form, you had me check off things like that I needed to get done yep. in order for me to book. And I thought it yep. was brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. It's just a small part, but think about how much less stress now you Camille have to right. bring your guests onto your podcast because right. the systems are doing it for you. Yes. And you up your time. Yes. I, if I had a podcast L style, I would be frantically chasing guests around and, and asking them for pictures and bios. And by the way, let's do, you know, no, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So that's a great, that's a great point. And I love that you brought that up because I have implemented rules like that where people cannot move forward in using my time and energy 
until they have passed a particular barrier. I love that. Wow. I don't know if that's yeah, helpful. Please make that a quote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm hoping that that's helpful for un- other entrepreneurs out there is that they have to jump through a hoop before they get access to the next thing. Completely. Right? So, yeah. so for the podcast, I realized very early on, because I did not, none of this was in place when I started it, right? And I would record with people and then be like, oh, crap. I don't have a photo. I don't have a bio. I don't know what to say. I don't know what their website is. Now I got to go find their LinkedIn, like all the things, right? I had, I had nothing ready. So I put together that intake form so that they could fill it all out. And then later I realized they better fill it out before they schedule. Otherwise we'll just record and they still won't have done it. And then I had to develop the discipline to enforce it. So I've had people that have filled out half of it, but like not sent me the photo or I go look at the form and they didn't actually include their bio or they didn't like, even though it says required, like they put, they put um, for this, like I have a line in there that says, what do you want to talk about on the show? Right. So that, cause I can't remember, you know, what a hundred people want to talk about. And it's been yeah. sometimes weeks before we actually yeah. record. I say, what do you want to talk about on the show? And they have, the thing that we discussed when we met last time. And I'm like, how is that supposed to help? <laughs> how can I possibly yeah, remember? remember. You know, and I got to go look up my notes and all that. And so, I, that, so if they do something like that, I send them an email back that says, hey, could you give me something more specific? And think about the headache that you mitigate by doing that. Yeah. I'm trying amazing. to remember going through your notes. What do we talk about? No, that's not no. your job. No. Yeah. No. I really just, like the I like the barrier analogy of they have to pass a barrier. Yeah. yeah. To get my time and energy. Wow. Yeah. And once it's all filled out and I have their headshot and I have their social media and I have their website and I have their topic and everything's there. I look through it. I'm like, okay, we're good to go. Now they get the link to schedule the recording on my calendar, especially with doing costumes in Money Heart. Like if you don't give me a costume theme, then I got to make up a costume theme and I can't be just doing that on the fly. Sometimes I need pieces. Sometimes I have to build something. Um, Yeah, I can't have that be a last minute. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I wanted to be a ghost for our thing. I'm like, I don't have that ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the costumes were amazing for the podcast. But one thing I'll add to this systematizing of your your podcast guests is you can actually apply that to onboarding clients. And one yeah. thing I found in the coaching industry is that having a really clear system of how to onboard clients, what's expected from the client, what's expected of you, where your own boundaries as a coach are actually builds a lot more respect, yes. right? So the client knows, hey, unless we have a contract, unless we have payment done, and then you have filled out your intake form, we cannot set up a first call just for example, and how do that. that. Yeah. But I do that. <laughs> it's like, we're not chasing. And yes. all of a sudden too, the client now has a perspective of this is someone who values their time. Right. So I'm going to value their time. Right. So oh. here's what I set up with that. We have our consultation, right? They say they want to sign up. I follow up with the link to go in and pay. And when they do that, it drops them into a whole online thing that walks them through the onboarding process. 
It's got me with recorded videos. It says, send me an email, include your name and business name so that I can send you a coaching agreement. You know, all of this stuff is fill out this intake form before our first session. Here's the link to schedule. Like literally everything is in there. It circles them through all the stuff so that none of the steps get missed. And if somehow we get on the first session and they haven't done the steps, we're doing the steps on the first session. I'm sorry that your first coaching session is paperwork, exactly. but that's what we're doing. What a waste of somebody's money and time to right. not do it ahead of time. Yeah. Right. To not do it ahead of time. Yeah. And it, it sends reminders like, hey, our thing's coming up in four days. Don't forget to do this. Hey, our thing is in two days. Don't forget to do this. Like if you already did it, high five. Like it's all built <laughs> And then I'd be curious to know what kind of email system do you use that's able to customize so many different email chains? It sounds like. Okay. So this is, so this is, I've pieced this together because I'm frugal. And I know, please tell us. Yeah. So there's like really expensive systems that, you know, are going to cost you $200 a month that will do this for you. And if you are at a level where that system, it makes sense for you. It's probably easier to have everything in one system and not piece it together, but literally they book their appointment through Calendly and it has workflows if you have the paid version and you can send follow-up emails. Oh, that's it. That's it. Now I am using a service called Thinkific for my online courses at this time. I can't promise that I'll be using that in the future, but if I am, I will put a link. I I have an affiliate partner link with them and I'll put it at the bottom if somebody wants to click through and check it out and let me get paid a little bonus when you sign up if you hate that just go straight to their website you don't have to thank me for it but you know if you if you're willing use the link um and that's where my online courses are so I have them pay through an online course they basically buy an online course that is it doesn't have anything in it other than the welcome video and schedule your first session And then they schedule and the confirmation email sends them a thing. Congratulations. Your first session is scheduled before we start, go here. And then they go into a different online course. That's my onboarding for private clients. And they run through all of those things that are in there. And I have literally just recorded videos and put links and told them everything that they need to do to connect with me. I tell them how to contact me. I tell them what app we're using for private conversations if they need me between sessions, if that's a service that's included in their package. Um, like literally everything is in there. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And then of course, when they book their other appointments, those have follow-up things that happen as well, but just using Calendly. So I didn't even have to do like a special system. It was two systems that I was already using. I just made them, I just conceptualized the flow to make it happen. And who's your email provider? MailChimp. Oh, wow. Yeah. I See, know. This, even this would be a PDF freebie, you know, if, if you made this visual for us. Yeah. Like a flow, this could be a, like, it's just, there's so much, that's what I'm saying. Like your flow of information. Onboarding flow. Okay. Onboarding you're, flow. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. You're, you're telling me all the things that I'm going to do now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to add to your workflow. I'm just saying as a coach, like what I would find valuable right now. I am, I am, this is more valuable for me than it might even be for the listeners <laughs> because <laughs> my onboarding flow is now going to be a bonus for my next program. I 
Perfect. Yes. Ah, what a lovely bonus that would be. Oh my God. You have no idea. Perfect. Cause I've been trying, I'm like, I really want to give a bonus. I want to add value. I want to have something. And I did not know what would be the most valuable for people. And so now it's going to be my onboarding flow will be a bonus for my next program. And yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. With all the little things that goes with it and here's what I have and here's how it is. And what would be even cooler is when people do it, they will probably have gone through some sort of onboarding flow, you know, when they sign up. So it's like, Hey, remember how you did that? Here's how I did that. that. And remember how easy that was. And guess what? It took me no time to onboard you because I had systems and now we're going to teach you how to do that. Right. It's invaluable. Right. So yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You solved my problem, (laughs) which is what I talk about on the show a lot is like how my problems get solved. And so you just fixed, well, this, we, we got an episode. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Um, what is your biggest struggle with mm-hmm. your with your day? You say you 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 don't know what to do at the beginning of the day. I'm just like curious. Talk about that for the entrepreneurs out there who are like, what the hell do I do when I start my day? I have no idea. My biggest struggle when it comes to productivity really is just figuring out what the priorities are and then going after them hard and letting the other stuff kind of go by the wayside. Mm. Uh, Oftentimes I'm trying to do everything, which means I get 50% of it done and things lag. Mm -hmm. And then it's not even, it's not even not getting it done, Camille. It's like the thought process around not getting it done, right? You feel bad. You know that it's waiting for you. It drags from month to month or or quarter to quarter. There's always that project that you really wanted to start. Uh, You know that people are, exceptionally good at their time and there are others out there who are making things work somehow and you wonder what are you missing mm. you know and I've, I've listened to productivity podcasts and uh, there is this theory that says you know you actually can be as productive in 25 hours a week as people are in 50 you if can. you use your time well yep. right yep that to me is a golden unicorn right now <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> how is that a thing yeah yeah, How yeah. is that a thing? Mm-hmm. But particularly also at the stage of growth where I'm at, without investing in other people, without investing in uh, employees or onboarding anyone else, how can I maximize my own time first, mm-hmm. you know, and then set up these modes of operation in order to effectively onboard someone? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yes, it does. It but does. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of challenges I've given you, but. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. They're all doable. Um, and I will say on, I'm just going to address the priority one right now, get comfortable with saying no to stuff because that is actually you saying yes to the priority. That's usually where we get stuck is we don't want to say no to anything. We want to make sure all the things happen. Mm -hmm. And just like you told us in the money heart episode of we don't, something is not missing. Mm -hmm. You are not lacking. Mm -hmm. Same thing here. When you say no to one thing, you are saying yes to the thing that is important to you. Wow. What a beautiful shift. Thank you for that. What a beautiful mindset shift. Perfect. Thank you for letting me share. This is awesome. Wow, you're listening all the way to the end? That is awesome. I don't like to half-ass things either. Sounds like we might get along well. Let's connect on social media. 
I'm at Cam Unfiltered. If you want to find out more about me first, you can visit my website, CamilleDiaz.com.